3: Let's get this Maltoff cocktail full of piss and gin and throw it at everybody. Yeah, let's get the bazooka full of cum and let it. Where's the bricks? Where's the ice? Where's the flamethrower? Yes, let's get all the babies and jack them up with hormones and get them to take over the city. Yes, child soldiers. No one can stop us now. Chaos.
4: Brains
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey everyone This is the brighter side That was Amber Nelson I'm Ed Larson And joining us as always Is Mr. Eddie Ewing What's up family? How are you guys doing?
5: Doing, doing good
4: Good I started work this week You started work again? Congratulations Tell me about it What's it like in there? You're bartender
3: I'm a bartender. Oh, that was later on in the schedule. I'm sorry, I brought it up earlier. No, on. that
4: was uh, it's first. It's, it's chaos in the schedule. <laughs> chaos anarchy. Ah, yes, and what is the brighter side of anarchy? The end of the show go. Oh my god. I got some plugs. All right. Okay. Uh you can catch me at any at underscore. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So no, we're gonna start. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, what's, uh, well, yeah, so tell me about your work week. Well, so you're a bartender. I'm a bartender.
3: And you guys are slinging booze. Slinging booze in Hollywood. Um, I do walk through Hollywood with headphones in, and I listen to just chaotic music, like Prodigy, just like scream, Firestar. Rock and roll. I am the Firestar. And, uh, mm-hmm. all the businesses are boarded up, um, there were a, a couple bars, like, I think, um. Yesterday, I wanted to go get a beer after work just to kind of mellow out. And I don't do that every time. I think I did it like two or three days prior to that. But I was like, I just want one beer. And the bars I went to two days ago all shut down. And I think it's Hmm. because private cops go in there, or like undercover cops, and uh, they go in without a mask, and people walk around without a mask, and they just shut the whole thing down.
4: Oh. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense.
3: They do it all the time in Hollywood. Like, people always come in and they're like underage and they order a drink. And I'm like, let me see your ID. And then they get up and leave. And they've been paid off by uh, private undercover cops. Um, people come in to make sure we're, like, you know, doing things okay. But uh, yeah, those bars, because I noticed people were not wearing masks and just kind of like walking around dipsy doozle, all shut mm-hmm. down. So what happens if
4: someone walks into trails without a mask? What you happens?
3: say, please put on your mask. And then sometimes people- And then what happens if, if they don't- you get a
5: machete through your through your torso. <laughs> through
3: your throat. <laughs> we ask them to leave and please come back with a mask. And I didn't think it was that serious until I saw everything shut down. And I was like, oh, that is serious. Uh, yeah. Sometimes people give us gri- gripes. And they're like, I don't want to wear a mask. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to wear a mask either, dude. And I'm wearing yeah, it-
4: that's a- None of us want to wear a mask. No, it sucks. No. I got fucking pimples all up in my beard. Yeah. I, got, I can't breathe. Fucking I, smell no my one own hears breath. Me yell at
3: them. <laughs> and I'm wearing a mask all day. All day I'm wearing it and like talking to people and they can't.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Brighter side of it is they can't see me frown or anything, but I'm just talking to people through a muzzle. It feels really weird.
5: It's good if you're if you're like a wizard or a witch and you're like doing. <laughs> incantations to somebody and they can't see you do it you know oh. like you're whispering spells I was, I was, I was
3: like, oh, let the
6: birds yeah, let the birds. curses
5: while they, <laughs> while they talk to you the birds fly in your house the birds will
3: fly in your house tonight and they don't they don't get it <laughs> um and it's all mm. minimum capacity so i think there's only like six barstools we have a huge bar and there's only like six bar stools yeah. set out
4: if i showed up with julie could we sit together
3: yes if you both walked in together you could sit together Um, And it's weird. There's some restaurants that are going to open up next week and they're doing like protocols for COVID to make sure, you know, they're doing the new things right. And they're not following the precaution. They're all coming in and sitting together and moving bar stools around. They don't they don't get it. They don't because they haven't worked it yet. It's weird.
4: Yeah. Hmm. I would say if they don't have an A grade, maybe you shouldn't go and eat there for a little while. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Uh. they're not taking the proper precautions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, I talked to some dude online, just post, I, cause I, I hate that I'm fucking, I'm so like talking to people, but that I don't know. And like who makes shitty comments. And I know that like, it's such a high school thing to be like, oh, this dude on Facebook said, you know, and it makes you sound like an idiot. But the thing is, I figure if I don't yell at the people that are idiots and I just mute them or block them then, you know, the world's never going to change, right? Is that, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. It's yeah. hard
3: to change a made-up mind, you know? It's so hard. It is. And you also have to protect yourself, too.
4: Yeah, exactly. It's
5: better than yelling at people that already agree with you, which is, I feel like, what I see most of the time. You know? Oh,
4: my God. That was every murder fist meeting. We were just yelling the same thing back and forth at each <laughs> other as an argument. But it's like, we're all saying the same thing. It's just, we're fighting because we feel like fighting. Uh, but... <laughs> But I was yelling at this guy today. he's like he posted something. He's like, guess who's never worn a mask and never stopped going in the public and never got sick and like get a picture of the guy pointing at himself. And I was like, oh, you know, like good to know who's a prick out there. Uh, You know, like, you know, all this shit. And then he's like, do you even know anyone who's gotten COVID? And I'm like, oh, well, I've lost two people. So go fuck yourself. You know, I don't want to wear a mask. I got diabetes in my family. It's not cool, dude. Like I'm wearing a mask for you. You should wear one for me, and like that's just how I. And that's just how I feel. And like you don't have to wear one if you're alone in the street, but if you see someone, be ready to like cover up. You know, it doesn't have to be crazy, but at least like be a fucking gentleman or a lady about it. That is so ah, it's so frustrating. We're not here to talk about rules and regulations. We're here to t- <laughs> 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 we're here to talk about fucking anarchy and chaos and all this great shit. That's going on. And there is plenty of it, man. Before, when people were just mad about wearing masks, there was chaos. Now the cops are killing people again. Extra chaos on top of chaos. We got we got police officers walking out of the job. We got full parts of major cities that are just lawless. Uh, shit's going down. It's crazy uh, right now. And, uh, you know, I, I can't say that I blame anybody but i think we should find i think what kind of started all this chaos is the the just the people in the streets screaming defund the police and i think that's like the you know that's that's kind of where it, where it all comes from and uh, it's got you got police very mad and you got you know i got and i don't know about you people but i got friends on both sides uh i got Same. you know I got, I got friends that are cops, you know, and I got, I got friends that are out there fighting and I, and like I think, uh, you know what it is though? I'm not friends with any shitty cops. And so I'm not really getting that side of when I talk to them. Every time I've talked to a police officer, they're just like, yeah, you know, we people, they should be, we should be held accountable, you know, but like, so it's, it's, uh, it's different for me.
3: I think a a big reason why this escalated is because we've been inside for two months, and usually when you say something to somebody's face, you get the energy and the vibe of their facial features that like, oh, what you just said was really insulting or whatnot, and no one can see that. So we're just on Twitter screaming and then just taken to the streets with it.
4: Oh, that's so interesting. I never thought about it that way because that's where the, all the online screaming comes from. It's like you can't see someone's face. You don't see how they react. And Now that we're all wearing a mask, it's in the street too. So you, you don't know until like a couple times after you guys have talked for a little while like what people are thinking. I li- That's a very interesting theory, Amber. I like that. Oh, I have yeah. a major yeah. in BS. <laughs> <laughs> and that is... Those are the the letters of our show, Brighter Side.
6: Huh.
4: Yeah. Uh so yeah, Brighter Side bullshit. I mean, I love, I get bullshit with the best of them. But where do you guys stand on defund the police? What does it mean to you and like where do we stand on it? Uh I guess I'll go first just because I brought it up. Uh I would say I stand on yes, we should defund the police. And what that means to me is no, don't take all the money from the police. That's crazy. We need police, you know, there is like, it has to, ex- some sort of, uh, you know, police needs to exist, you know, and this is coming from someone who's been arrested and had a gun pressed against the back of his head and has spent nights in jail. So if I think there should be cops, then maybe we, then maybe there should be cops. But, um, I, I th- defund the police isn't take all their money away. It's just maybe take a little bit away. They don't need such a fucking advantage, uh, over the rest of society, in my opinion. And I know that we're not buying them tanks and shit because that's all like military surplus that they're handing out to police stations who don't necessarily need them. And uh, so for, in my opinion, uh, maybe uh, they defund the military a little bit or uh, stop buying weapons. How about that? How about like same amount of money, but no more money spent on weapons. Maybe that would be a better way to stand on it. Um, I don't know how you guys feel.
3: Just love bombs. Send them love bombs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, oh, Amber, what do you think about defund the police? Is this uh, is this something you're behind or? Well, it's interesting.
3: I've never called the police my entire life. I've always like de-escalated the situation myself. One time, my company called the police because some guy came in and like refu- ate and then refused to pay. And he's like, "What are you going to do? Call the cops?" And we were like, "Yes, sir, we will." And uh, they never showed up. Um, <laughs>
6: Yeah,
3: (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, I mean, anybody with any sort of authority over people and a gun shouldn't really have a political or or religious agenda. And I'm saying that as somebody who grew up with the Matawa, um, which are now no longer in Saudi Arabia because Mm -hmm. they're a human rights violation. Um, We do need police, but not such a... People need to stop calling them all the time. There, there are four certain things. Like, if your cell phone got stolen and you did track my iPhone and it was in some spooky abandoned building, you call the cops. Then they go and get you, retrieve your cell phone for you. You don't go but in you the spooky got building. don't a phone. <laughs> oh shit.
6: <laughs> <laughs> or get your
3: buddy. You know, get your buddy to call the cops. Don't you? Don't have to do that. You know, that's literally what we pay them our tax dollars to go do. But as far yeah. as like. I see somebody looking weird down the street. I'm not. Don't don't call the. Co- don't waste their time. And police chiefs have said themselves, like, you guys are asking us to do too much. You're calling us if there's a cat stuck in a tree, mm-hmm. to somebody's misbehaving, to a drug overdose, or so a barbecue, or a barbecue. It's like it's too much. Like definitely needs to have some like oversight in that.
4: Yeah, and there's not enough of a penalty, in my opinion, for people who call the cops for bullshit. You know, and it's just like, yeah, there's no fucking crime here. You called us. Here's your ticket.
3: Yeah, if you waste their time, you get a ticket. You get a ticket,
4: or you should. Yeah, because, I mean, I've called the cops once in my life, and it's when my apartment got robbed, and, uh, I mean, they were like, oh, okay, uh, what you're going to want to do is start looking around pawn shops and see if you see your stuff, and then uh, you can let us know if you see anything. (laughs) but usually they won't sell it in a pawn shop by you. So they'll probably do it in the next borough over. So, um, so it's, uh, yeah. So, and I'm in New York city and there's 4 million pawn shops. So good luck. You know? And like, that was my whole experience with the police. You're your own detective. Yeah. Uh So it's just like, (laughs) it's like, oh, okay. So I filed the police report just so I like had a piece of paper that says I was robbed, but, uh, you know, but other experiences I've had like, shitty and great experiences with the cops you know i remember when my mom passed away uh i got a phone call from a cop you know and he was very sweet and he helped uh my mom get to the proper funeral home and she was taken care of and it was a great funeral home it was very it was moderately priced trustworthy and so like that was just he called me he don't know me from adam you know, and he was, that was a great guy, you know, as far as I'm concerned. And so, you know, that we are asking too much of them. And then a lot of the times when people call, they exaggerate. And so maybe that's why they show up all fucking crazy with their guns out because they're terrified, Right. you know? And so I'm, a, you know, I think I'm a, it's weird because you don't want to stand up for the police right now. It's like the worst thing you could do as far as your, you know, career goes. Uh, but you know the fact is like if we don't have them it's complete chaos there has to be someone to you know, uphold the law or some sort of law or there's no reason to even live in this fucking country
3: when i worked at um the gym on hollywood boulevard there was a walgreens right below us and a guy comes in there wielding a machete a machete and so the security guard pepper sprays him zip ties him takes away the machete calls the police and says please don't come down here and get this man wielding a machete. And they said, is there a bomb threat? They said, no. Is anybody hurt? No. Well, we're kind of busy right now, so it's going to take us about four hours to get there. So we recommend letting him go. That's the, the exact thing, because I had a full conversation with the security guard.
4: Jesus Christ.
5: But, you know, if that had been in uh, Brentwood or, you know, Beverly Hills, you know, you know, it depends on the neighborhood you're in, I think, too.
4: yeah. But in your in defense uh, of the cops to what you're saying, Eddie, there ain't shit going on in Brentwood. There's no crime, and so they got time to go get the machete guy. Right in Hollywood, Lord knows what's going on. That place is so fucking. It's probably stressful. their
5: fifth machete guy of the day.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, machetes are very easy to get. Very easy They're to get. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> That's way too cheap for a
5: machete. A tennis really? racket's like a hundred bucks. A machete. <laughs> yeah. I bought one for
4: Henry for Christmas, and that was $30, but I got the nice one with the good handle. Oh, Uh, Henry deserves it. Yeah, he does. He does. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, no, I was looking. There's, like, a shitty, like, barrel, because it's just a hunk of metal, you know? (laughs) So it's just like, how much does it really need to be? Yeah. But, yeah, no. Eddie, how do you feel about Defund the Police and all Um, this
5: whole? To be honest, I hadn't really thought about it until this uh – until this year. I mean, actually, until like last week, when I started seeing it all over social media, you know, I always thought about, you know, we could take away some money from the military in this country, because I feel like we put a lot of money into the military. I'm not a service member, so I I can't really speak to how much is needed. Um, But it does seem like trillions and trillions just go to that and less and less goes to, you know, actual Americans and you know, social programs that we definitely could use. Um, But anyway, I guess you can make the same argument for the police. I don't think cops need uh, rocket launchers, such as I've seen on some pictures. Um, But, you know, I don't know. But at the same time, I don't want to... Then I look at, like, a lot of indigenous communities where they have, like, four cops for, like, thousands of people and then all this crazy... You know what I mean? And they don't get enough funding, their police. So I I look at, like, is that going to be you know, you don't, you don't want to take away enough for them to actually do their actual job. But like, I agree with you. I think cops do way too much than they should be doing, you know? Absolutely.
4: Um, they need, it needs to be easier. It needs to be, yeah. they, you know, they need to have, you know, at least like minors in psychology, you know, cause we're making them become, you know, on the spot psychiatrists to the exactly. person in their worst moment ever. Yeah. By the way, Eddie, uh, in, 2019, we spent 686 billion dollars uh, on our defense. Uh, so that's a lot of money. Wow.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: and I can't lot. get unemployment yet. Holy shit. <laughs> those drones aren't.
5: Those drones aren't cheap.
4: <laughs> and so it, it's uh, you know, it, they the cops they need to have more de-escalation training, and they, this is what we need to be spending our money on. And I think you know, top to bottom it just needs to be, you know, everyone needs to be retrained right now. It's and then a lot. There has been a lot of ongoing de-escalation training going on in New York and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just simply not enough before you even get in the front door. And it's just, if you need every other, you need some sort of education right now that you just need a high school diploma and pass like 12 weeks of training, you know, it's, as, uh, an associates at least would be nice. Well, what about With cultural?
5: Some... I mean, this may sound stupid, but what about uh, like uh, social sciences? I mean, I, ma- I imagine they take these courses. Um, no. I, added the, I mean, if you're going to police Americans, you got to learn about Americans and, and all 8% kinds of. Eight percent of Americans. their
4: training is de-escalation training, and no. I think seventy percent or something like that. From this is i I'm, I'm, I'm actually wrong. Uh, but it's a, it's it's 8% is de-escalation. This was five years ago when I had to learn about this. And firearms was over 60% of their training. Which, yes, they should know how to shoot. But still, like, there's something wrong in there. We're teaching you so much more about how to kill somebody than we are to how to, like, calm someone down.
3: It should be like the military. Because in the military, if you seek some other education, uh, some skill or college, uh, you get that paid for, and you get taken care of. But it's kind of um, disapproved of in in cops.
4: Yeah. And the New York Police Department has as many police officers as Australia has for their entire military. And so that's crazy. You know, I know that there's 8 million people in New York, and it needs to be police, and you need a lot of cops. But you don't need thirty-five thousand cops. I'm sorry. That's a fucking army. It's you know, Mm. it's it's crazy. And so I I think that's kind of what defund the police goes to. And it's like, yeah, you'll have less cops on every corner, but you know what happens when there's less cops on every corner? Less people get arrested and less people go to jail. Because and this goes as far as and this goes for schools too. And I go back and forth in my brain about whether or not there should be police in schools. Because my high school had cops, and they were sweet guys. They were, they, were, they were very nice. But I grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. So, you know, it's it very different for me than it is for most people.
3: But my high school did not have cops and no metal detectors. or And, and I find that schools that do, it, it feels like you're going into prison. It's just...
4: Wow. You know, it's not a good learning environment. No, not at, at all. all. a lot yeah. of kids are going to jail when they should be getting detention. You know, and so it's, like it's it's you're introducing and then once they go to jail, even if it's juvie, you're introducing them to a system filled with fucking people who do wrong. And then what mm. happens when they're in there? They get their fucking ass kicked. They yeah. they learn how to sell drugs. They, you know, it's not you know, you don't nurture by throwing someone in jail. And so this is what I think what defund the police is really comes down to. And it's just, and it, everything needs to get a, way more peaceful. And I think that people will do less crime mm-hmm. if there is less of a police presence. Now, I know that sounds stupid, but <laughs> but I think at its core, if we start taking that money and investing it back into the community, there will be less crime because there will be less of a need for crime, in my opinion. I think that crime is a, usually an act of desperation unless the person just sucks and then that person sucks and then they go into jail. But I think uh, most crime is done from desperation
5: or when it's people, just, yeah, corruption. Some people I mean, are
3: crazy. My cousin, I remember when he threw gasoline on me, lit a match and laughed, you know, we were like kids. Yeah. yeah. Some people are just fucking got a screw loose, man. Um, Absolutely. And they're not being taken care of either. You know,
5: how about this? Cops have to arrest. Half as many, uh, uh, you know, rich people as they do poor people for their crimes. <laughs> That'll make me happy. Well, At that least brings half. up
3: that brings up At another point. At least a point. quarter
5: of that, you know,
3: a little bit quotas. Get rid of quotas. Why do cops have to have a quota? You have to arrest this many people a month. And if you notice, I remember in small towns around the end of the month, they were you were just getting tickets for for whatever kind of bullshit, and it's because cops had to meet. A quota, get get rid of that.
4: You know what's crazy is most places got rid of quotas, but they still exist low key, unlike without like without the law really involved. Like a cop will still be like, "You didn't arrest anyone today." Like the head police, you know. So like, so like people fighting against quotas uh, get in trouble. That's the other problem. People talk about good cops and bad cops. uh, You know, there's no because a lot of these people who stand up get their lives taken from them. Police officers. You know they get they get destroyed by the whole rest of the corrupt department. Oh yeah. Whenever they stand up and these quotas, there's a a great documentary uh, on Hulu called Crime Plus Punishment. You go check it out. It's about I think 12 officers in the NYPD who stood up to these quotas, the quotas that shouldn't exist, that weren't let technically legal. They stood up to them and they all got fucked. They all got like put on traffic duty in parts of town where there was no where there was no one there. And then they would get suspended for shit like wearing a hat because, uh, you weren't supposed to wear a hat today because in 38, you only can wear a hat if it's 38 degrees outside. But if it's 41, uh, you gotta be cold. And so you can get written up for that shit. And that's the kind of things they do to people who, uh, stand up against quotas and stuff like that. And so it's fucked up.
5: I will tell you what though, I, I would like to put some money into, uh, changing their outfits, I don't like their outfits. They look so uncomfortable. How do you like run around in those those freaking those clompers? Like you know, they're all their pants are all baggy. None of their pants are fitted to their legs. You know, yeah. like they could at least be wearing some nice like you know some bouncy uh, sneakers, and maybe they'd be happier. Unless
4: yeah, you know, it'd be like, a lot more laid back if they were in sandals.
5: A nice cape. <laughs> a nice cape. If you wear a cape, maybe that would. I don't know. Maybe help. I don't know. <laughs> Just anything other than heroes. what they wear now.
3: <laughs> Amen. I remember some cops at a. Uh, I was at high school party, and uh, there were some cops that they weren't in uniform. They were just in regular plain clothes, and they were just there, like flirting with high school girls. Clearly remember that, and then they saw me. My aunt is the principal of the high school, and they saw me and left immediately. And I was like, I mean, I, ah. I hated being that person in high school because my aunt was the principal. So anytime, like any dangerous thing happened like it would be disbanded immediately because they were like oh she'll tell you know <laughs> but uh full-blown but that's and- fucked up that's like up. like uh, <laughs> that's fucked up they, shouldn't they should not be just- flirting with girls 16 year olds 15 year olds no you that's yeah, no. the thing is they know what they're doing
4: is wrong like you they wouldn't stop doing it if they didn't know it was wrong you know if you showed up and they kept doing it then they could to me you could claim ignorance. You know, but like yeah. if you show up and they stop doing it, that proves that they know that they are doing something wrong. Yeah. And so like, that kind of shit like drives me crazy. That's the reason the Klan wears a hood, because they know they're wrong. Yeah. If you didn't, if they knew they were right, they wouldn't wear a hood. They just show us their faces. They you would know, wear
5: orange makeup. Yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and another reason the Klan wears masks is because they're in positions of power people always think the Klan is like some you know good old boy but they're politicians and lawyers and doctors and teachers they're high up that's why like all there's like several lynchings that have been going around in California lately and um it's it's the Klan it's obviously the Klan
4: yeah there's just as many chapters of the Klan out here than oh, there yeah. is anywhere else. Yes. You know, people don't realize that.
3: They don't. They oh, think yeah. California is not racist, and it is. The mayor of Palmetto uh, deleted his Twitter account. Just deleted it, and no one can contact him. And I'm like, to me, that implicates him in something. But I can't just go around calling people members of the Klan because that's slander, but maybe the mayor of Palmetto is a member of the Klan. <laughs> <laughs> and also, <laughs> maybe. I mean, fuck it. Let him prove it. he's not. Met him. You know, yeah. it should be an easy thing to prove. Also, that hanging, the, the hanging that was done, was done in a park in a certain area two. behind a building yeah. um, where there were no cameras. So somebody had to have known that there were no cameras in that spot to go fucking commit this horrible crime. So that's why- the, There's this, also
4: no chair or, like, a ladder. You no. know, like, there's no, like, proof that the dude got- the dude oh. was lynched, and if it was suicide, then that was a then he was making an insane statement that needs to be listened to, you know. Either way, no one's paying enough attention to this shit. And there I didn't even know mo-
5: about it. I had, this is the first time I'm hearing about this.
4: Oh dude, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. It's in LA County. Jesus. In LA County, this were is they three days uh, ago. people
5: of color that were killed?
4: Yes. Yeah, it was a dude. Was fucking. Hung from a tree, a kid. Oh my, a kid. They're, they're claiming it's suicide. There's no note. Oh my god, you know, like, no, no chair. One, yeah, there's nothing. Like it's, like it's clearly a fucking lynching, oh my and, god. or a murder, if not a lynching. But that's being nice. It's disgusting. You know, like it's just, its insane. This is like this is our county.
3: And I was and so, looking at like active things to do, and I was like, I don't know if a change dot org petition to sign to make the clan a terrorist group is going to do anything. If, if this, they are a
4: terrorist group, they are oh, yeah. a terrorist
3: group. But what, what's that going to do? Like to sign up? I don't. I don't know to sign a petition. Absolutely nothing. I mean, these people are like in in high up places. I don't know how to do this. How to change this?
4: Well, maybe we should send our military militarized police in there after them. Yeah.
5: The yes. pro- half of them will probably be in the be in the clan. I don't know.
4: <laughs> yeah.
6: I mean, they're it's. All... I
5: hate to say it. Like, I I'm not going to say like, oh, they're all, but I know like there is a history between law enforcement and like. I mean, that's undeniable. If you look, yeah. especially in the South, like it's like so. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like that here in California as well.
4: Dude, some know? dude in Mexico, New Mexico, rather, uh, a militia dude shot someone trying to take down a fucking racist statue, like shot. Wow. Him. Because he was pulling down a statue. That's not what's supposed to be happening. No. The dude's taking down a fucking conquistador's fucking statue who killed thousands of people. You know, like, he shouldn't have a statue. They're ripping it down because that's what fucking people do when you take over governments and, like, you you right the wrongs. You tear down Saddam's statue. No one complained when we saw that shit. No. You know, it's the same fucking thing. This guy killed thousands of people. Why does he have a statue? If you love the statue that much, put it in your fucking backyard. I not mean, you know this yeah. is crazy. Like, what are we doing? And I then saw after that video. the dude was shot, yeah. And he lived, the guy who was shot, but after the guy who was shot, uh, the 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 town took down the statue and they you know, cause they they deemed it a public health risk. And yeah. it
3: is. But and I is. I saw that video, Ed. I th- I think it might be the same one. I don't know for sure. But uh, it it not as may it's not so Cut and dry it is what you made it. So, people were trying to tear the statue down. Somebody was saying, Stop, don't do it. And then people looked after this guy and they're like, We're going to fucking kill him. And then I saw this clean as day, clear as day is a video. And I would say about six to 10 people just started attacking this guy. Somebody hit him with a skateboard in the head and he just pulled out his gun. So, it was kind of in self defense. If that was the same video, I don't know if it is. But there's I also. I saw
4: it too. Yeah. A, yeah. No, I saw it as well. It was on, I saw it on Now This. And a bunch of dudes showed up to protect the statue with guns. And then everyone saw the dudes with guns standing in between them and the statue that they were protecting. Right. And they started pushing them because tensions are fucking high. And that's what happens yeah. during all this shit. And that's yeah. like how Kent State started. Don't bring a gun to a peaceful protest and no one will get shot. You know, like if you could stand up and you can yell. The but statue like, I guarantee thing. if that guy didn't have a gun on him, he wouldn't have got a skateboard to the
5: fucking head. The statue thing is a little uh you know it's it's crazy um the way people get so upset about people tearing down these statues on one hand i don't like to see any kind of imagery of a uh, you know kuwait kuwait revolution in our country like any kind of tearing down of anything kind of like oh like what's the next phase you know but but at the same time like you know a lot of these statues are you know they're colonizers they're standing up in uh you know, places like New Mexico, and nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to walk by, you know, people that owned their ancestors. Like, that's totally understandable. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that people are, are defending it with guns is just so, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I I don't know. I just, to me, it's just like, it's just, you know.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich.
4: even though he was from Austria. He killed millions of people. And you know what? Ha- there is a one fucking statue of him in all of Berlin. And, and they tried to put him in the wax museum. Are you ready for this? All right. So they, put, they made a Hitler exhibit in the wax museum in Berlin. It lasted an hour and a half before someone jumped over the barrier and ripped off his fucking head. I remember because that. Because yeah. they shouldn't be honoring these crazy fucking murderers.
5: Yeah, and, and the statue is like the highest form of, I can't think of any higher form of honor than a statue. I tell
3: you, I tell you what you should do, uh, because when you completely erase it, people are going to forget it, and history is going to repeat itself. Put it in a museum. Put it in a racist Amen. museum where people can go and look at it and then talk about how this person got into power. What they did, the history afterwards, because I guarantee when you take all this shit down and you don't talk about it anymore. They teach the fuck out of the Holocaust in
4: Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany, they, they there's, they teach the hell out of the Holocaust. Is It's like a whole semester where you got to learn about everything that happened so they don't repeat that shit. And yeah. we don't do that here. We got to learn we, about we, it. We,
3: what happened? We, Who are these people? Yeah.
4: Yeah. And it's crazy. It's built on fucking murderers and rapists. And they should be happy we're letting you keep the Jefferson Memorial. Because you know, like it's it's you know, this shit's insane. Uh, you know, it's just it needs to be, you know, yes, I mean I believe and I've always said that too, Amber. Put it in a museum. It's, it's there. It exists. Go learn about it. You don't have if you can't if you don't know it exists because it's not in a the park, then you're a fucking idiot. You know, like open a book, pay attention in school, go to a museum. You know, it's it's, it's insane to me. All right, I think yeah. we should I think we should move on because we haven't even gotten to our two main <laughs> things yet. We're about forty minutes into this episode, uh, so we'll we'll go through it a little bit. We want to talk about Chaz or Chop, uh, the Seattle uh, uh, autonomous zone where there's uh it's about four square blocks, four or five square blocks of no police and what's going on there. And it's chaos, but it's orderly. And there's a million different reports going on to what's happening, and you can look at it from every angle. And uh, I don't know. uh, I want to start, Amber. I want to I want to hear what you what you want to say about it, Uh, and then uh, I guess that'll start the conversation. Well,
3: I want to go and like I feel like I would have to see these things for myself because everybody has a biased report. Um, Mm. Fortunately, cameras usually the video itself is not biased if you just look at the video. There is a lot of people trying to figure it out. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, there's also a lot of... I saw a video today of a guy that just got his car busted in and they were he was just like who the fuck? He was just like screaming and didn't know what to call. It was it looked like He was also
4: drinking. You sent me that video. I
3: saw, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's drinking he's
4: drinking in his car. You know <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong
5: with that, you know.
4: Lord knows Lord knows what that dude did. I saw that video. That dude, yeah, he was and there was no cops there to help him. But I think if there was a cop, maybe they've arrest been him. arrested for drunk driving or yeah. maybe he started a fight and someone took his shit from him.
3: There's you know? been people like ODing and um, like ambulances can come through cuz I've seen videos of some ambulances cuz people just fucking OD. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of um I mean I wish cuz I've seen like videos and photos of the farm or the garden they have and they don't they don't know what they're doing. It seems to me like a lot of um, maybe younger people that are just kind of figuring it out. I mean I wish they had like older people to tell them how to make a garden and not put it on top of um what do you call it cardboard they put on top of cardboard cardboard's good for a garden
5: where's all like the elder npr listeners that are like gonna like show up and teach them how to do this like they did it in the 60s like you know, where's all the elder uh, revolutionaries?
3: Or to... like have people like set Carboard's as a skill. good for a garden though. You no, put not, that, you put it not if it's like one inch. It's like a little tiny like one inch thing because then the roots can't grow through it. You need to, it needs to be deep soil. Poke coals. But you need to set, say you have like 100 people. So we need to say... Okay, who's good at this? Who's good at this? Who's good at gardening? Who's good at combat? Or who's good at you know making clothes? And then somebody has to delegate where these positions go. People naturally need a leader because if there's no leader, it's, it is going to break into chaos.
4: Yes. Now, here's my personal opinion about the autonomous zone, uh, or Chop. I don't. Th- I think good idea, good learning experience is Occupy Wall Street. You know, like we're, you know, there's a lot going on. My, I talked to my cousin who lives in Seattle and he, he spent the day in there and he kind of told me what was going on. I watched 15 to 20 videos of people walking through there uh, and like what's going on. Uh, there's a lot of things going around that I guess aren't true. And then, first of all, Capitol Hill, the neighborhood, it's a seedy neighborhood in the first place.
5: Well, it used to be.
4: Yeah. Well, I know that you don't want to be caught there at night, is how my family put it. Uh, yeah. beforehand, before all this shit. Lots of heroin, lots of overdose. Seattle, there's lots of drugs, you know, already. Right. You know, and of course the people who want anarchy, you know, I mean, I think that comes with a little bit of more free thinking and drug use. Yeah. And, uh,. I mean, I'm not against drugs, uh, you guys, you know. But I, you know, if you have a problem, seek help. Do but, drugs you know, it, only
3: when you've got your shit together. Don't do drugs when you're 18 and trying to figure it out.
4: Don't do cheap drugs either.
3: No, <laughs> if it's more yeah.
4: expensive, it's
3: probably better. Do like um, me. Don't do drugs till you're like 25. You've already moved to New York. Because if I would have done them in Franklinton, I would have never left Franklinton. I'd be like, these drugs feel too good. You know, maybe sometimes it's good to be uncomfortable because you have to get out of your hometown you don't get along with and go to new york and be, be like better yourself
4: i still eat mushrooms but i did most of my drugs in high school hmm. but mm. uh it, they, it was a uh, but at the same time i shouldn't have been doing them like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know so and i was talking to him and it's like he said there's a, like all the barriers you see that you know don't let cars in that that was all put there by the police Mm-hmm. to like keep pe- to keep cars out and there's no one checking you as you go in and out so there's no like no one keeping people out there's um there are crazy people there there's no question about it because if you're a crazy person and you heard about a police free zone you're going there you know it's yeah. like it's deadwood you know you're going yeah. you're going to be checking out uh, but there's lots of people going there's lots of free food There's lots of, and then all the businesses there that have stayed open, are thriving. Really, they're making more money than ever. They're like they're bouncing back within a matter of days from this whole fucking months of being closed. Right. You have lines around the block. He said he said 90% of the people in the autonomous zone are wearing masks. There's uh there's a, a conversation cafe where they put couches like six feet apart. In the street, in the fields, and they have speakers that come and teach them about uh, Black Lives Matter and defunding the police and ways. And they have different, uh, and they have tents, kind of like it's like a shitty bonnaroo, you know? Like they got like all (laughs) the tents. They're literally signing people up to vote. They're uh, teaching people their rights. They're you know, there's lots of good going on there. That sounds good, but there is the chaos that comes with. The no police, you mm-hmm. know, which, which is, which is inevitable. But in this neighborhood, that chaos kind of always existed beforehand.
5: See, I heard, cause I was in Seattle a, uh, a couple months ago and the whole time I was up there, I was around that area. And all all anyone kept saying was, yeah, this, this neighborhood is becoming, you know, it's too expensive. Amazon moved in. It's all these Amazon people living here, all very wealthy people are moving into Capitol Hill. Yeah. And it's becoming almost that whole area is kind of becoming the next San Francisco. Um, so I wonder if a lot of this—I uh, mean—that Capitol Hill had two major protests in its in the last, I think, forty years. Um, one really violent one in the in 1999. I think it was the World Trade Organization protest, and uh, one uh, the Occupy was really big there as well.
6: Yeah.
5: Um, and uh, I wonder if a lot of it now. I wonder. I'm wondering if the tensions that the seattle res- residents are feeling with like the wealthy moving in and pushing everyone out is also affecting this as well like i wonder why is it is that why it's is it so popular there is because there's all these other tensions that are rising up um
3: this is a good uh what you're talking a, a pushback because we've gotten too much like here's your amazon zone and like everyone works for amazon or, or youtube right. And we all live in this super expensive building and work all the time. And then there's no free thought and there's no free like roaming or reading or, or you know, time. Um, so this yeah. is an absolute pushback from people. And that should be yeah. because I don't want to, you know, be branded as some kind of like <laughs> uh, what do you call it? What am I trying to say? What am I trying to say, Eddie? I don't want to be. No, branded. you're saying
4: you're saying the right thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's because no, I'm with you. I, I think, I, Amazon's too big. Too big. Amazon has gotten too big. It is, you know, I'm doing everything I can to wean myself off of it. Sometimes it's just too easy and I need my batteries tomorrow. But, you know, <laughs> like, but I'm not buying my movies there anymore. I'm going on AMC and I'm getting my movies there. And, you know, I'm trying to do different ways, you know, trying to do these like subtle things to change because one guy shouldn't have a trillion dollars. No. All right. No, no one should have. 300 billion more than our defense budget. Absolutely. No. Not. <laughs> you know,
3: so. And back to what you're saying about murder fists screaming at each other, but they all are arguing the same thing. Really, like, these hyper-liberals and hyper-conservatives are really kind of arguing the same thing. They don't want Amazon to be taking over the world. They don't want to be living under some militarized police force. People want to have their families. They want to have their local coffee shop. They want to have their local little thing. And they just want to be, like, be left alone and have a happy life. That's all every single person wants.
4: Yeah, Yeah. i tell you what. If liberals all fucking got together and decided not to police each other, they would actually get shit done. And it's just like, it's fucking every time I, 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 all this like nitpicky bullshit on top of each other, you know, for saying the wrong adjective in the wrong place, look at the end goal. You know, like, that's like, like we can work on all this other shit once the fucking demon isn't running our country anymore. You okay. know, there has to be, you know, we have to understand that there's more to it than nitpicky bullshit. Right. and the liberals are always tearing down and eating their own uh, we've talked about this multiple times on this show
3: yeah conservatives are doing it too like if you don't say that i because i watch their like little blogs and if you don't say the right thing or stand up for the right thing they'll just like disown you and then send trolls after you and i'm like you guys are all like you're just as bad as liberals right now
4: yeah thank god that means they're finally starting to lose they i are get starting my, to lose. Cons- <laughs> my my conservative emails that i've signed up for are all like we're losing? We need your money now. This is an emergency. The do nothing Democrats will do anything, you know. Like, <laughs> you know? And so it's a uh, it's uh, there is a change being made. Obviously, if there's parts of the country of major cities that have did taken over by the people, shit's changing. You well, know, my
5: so- question is: Is this going on in every city? Because there, because but it's not really. I wonder how this would fare in like Baltimore or you know philly or they Compton. tried it in
4: baltimore they they went yeah. they, they called it they called it uh, the wire even like like uh like kind of worked the storyline into the show where they tried it for a little while where they made drugs legal for, in a neighborhood and you know crime went down and they like you know there's there's so if you take the fear of prison away from people all right. of a sudden and you like give them like a purpose trust me crime will go down you know if once people feel like they don't have to cheat others to live they're not going to cheat others but as of right now it's so hard to make money in this country and be a successful person that you almost got to be a piece of shit just to succeed
5: right yeah i know in atlanta yeah
3: in atlanta a lot of cops not all of them there's some still there a lot of them just like got up and walked out today today is thursday no sorry wednesday the 16th 17th
4: yes and I I'm down to transition into this right now. Uh did you have something you wanted to say before we do transition to Atlanta, Eddie?
5: Oh no, I was just I, I just ha- I've only really been hearing a, a lot of it from Seattle. Um yeah. but I haven't really heard it um coming out of uh like for, you know Philadelphia or I'm just curious if it's going on anywhere else besides uh Yeah. Uh Capitol well, Hill.
4: Atlanta shit is going down. Um we I, I did some research on this today. There are cops walking out they're not showing up to work. Um, wow. It's not, it's weird because you get two different stories. You know, the, like uh, here's a tweet from the Atlanta Police Department. Uh, earlier suggestions that multiple officers from each zone had walked off the job were inaccurate. The department is experiencing a higher than usual number of call outs with the incoming shift. Uh, they have enough resources to maintain operations and will be able to respond to incidents. Uh, and so, yes. And then there has been walkouts. And of course the police department is going to be like, Hey, listen, there's still cops. Don't commit crime. You know? So, you know, like, of course that's what their message is. but this is all coming after, uh, uh, Rayshard Brooks was killed last week and, uh, he was killed in a Wendy's in his car shot in the back. Uh, you know, and then they burned down the Wendy's, which is like, you know, that's the chaos part. That's there's your anarchy. And, um, and the day after, the police chief of Atlanta, who I don't know if you've been paying attention to Atlanta before this fucking madness, she has been amazing. Let me say her name real quick because I, I got to give her a shout out because I love her. Um, her name is Erica Shields. And, and the mayor of Atlanta has kind of taken over. They were very good. Erica Shields, she was the police chief out there uh, she resigned after Rashard Brooks was shot at the Wendy's, and mm. now she is out marching with all the protesters. Wow! And she is like she's on the streets. Listen, she's going to get her job back. I mean, this is a, like a good move by her. And and then there's, and then the mayor basically here's what the cops in Atlanta are not are all walking out over. Basically, the mayor, um, Mayor Bottoms, a black woman, uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms, uh, has. After this, she told the police that they have to start uh, intervening in unreasonable use of force, uh, requiring officers to intervene when seeing another officer using force that is beyond what is reasonable under the circumstances, and reporting a deadly use of force to the on-duty supervisor. Uh, hmm. They also have uh, sh- uh, there's shooting at moving vehicles. They must provide lawful restrictions. On when an officer officer can use deadly force to suspect uh, who is in a moving motor vehicle. They are addressing officers' response to resistance, applying de-escalation techniques to gain voluntary compliance, and use the amount of object uh, reasonable force necessary to successfully protect themselves or others during an arrest to bring the incident under control when dealing with members in the community, suspects and detainees. And then they have to report, uh, uh, reporting on deadly use of force require the reporting of all uses of deadly force by a police officer to the citizens review board. That's all she said. And if you break that down, I know I read like an idiot, but if you break that down, basically she's just saying like, don't shoot people that are in cars. And don't fucking and and report deadly force and and report and report officers. She didn't say anything wrong. No, she's not asking them to do anything crazy. And cops are walking out. And it's not a lot of cops. It's some cops. And you know what? And and they're not really they're not quitting. They're calling out sick. And that's what that's what's mostly going on today. And you know what? Good riddance. Mm
6: -hmm. Because
4: if you can't handle that, you shouldn't be a cop. No. That's not asking too much. If you see excessive force, tell on them. Yeah. It's like, we, this is not It's not that much. It's not saying that you can't, they're not saying you can't kill anybody even. They're not even saying you can't kill anyone. They're just saying, have a reason. And then cops are like, no? You know how stupid that makes you look? You know? <laughs> like, like That's crazy.
3: <laughs> but I feel like I want to go through police training just to see what is going on with them as opposed to just it's same reason why I want to walk through Chaz. I want to see Mm -hmm. with my own eyes and not just make these wild speculations and you should do this and do all that. uh, Because I want to know for myself. It's all twisted. It's all twisted.
5: You know, Uh, what I see about Chaz is uh, it's either just a bunch of like, you know, 20 year old white kids, you know, from all the stuff I'm seeing. And then like a bunch of people saying, Oh, it's a, you know, there. And then and you hear another side of it, like your cousin that that went and said, "It's oh, it's this and it's this." I didn't know about you know because like,
4: people playing fucking music and talking about peace. And like you know, sack. like you know, yeah. it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and like it's like yeah, there's homeless people there because there's free food everywhere. Yeah, and of like course. God forbid we gave everyone free food. There's hundreds yeah. of tents because it's Occupy. They're making a statement. They're not gonna stay there forever. Well, the
5: home the homeless. Uh... I'm glad that uh they're feeding the homeless cuz you know that's a very uh it's it's bad everywhere but it is. A lot of really businesses do. A lot of businesses yeah.
3: feed homeless. Um and uh yeah, so anybody anybody who says cuz I've spoken to a lot of homeless people one-on-one in the subway cuz I take the subway and the bus and uh a lot of people who panhandle who have a wit about them actually make a lot of money. I was talking to a guy who made as much money as I do bartending. But uh, <laughs> But it's still a job <laughs> what he does for sure. Right. I mean, I oh, couldn't yeah. do. Um, so anybody who says I need to eat, uh, and I think Whoopi Goldberg said the same thing because she was homeless herself. She said anybody yeah. who says I need some food uh, is is lying to you. They get yeah no because yeah. the moment food.
4: you offer to any the moment you offer to buy people food and they say no then you know they're full of shit. Yeah. But you know I always buy people food. I try to as much as I can.
3: Oh yeah, but, always uh, here's some food as long as you're being safe was it pano some not panera bread or not pano some some like sandwich place or whatever in new york it's kind of like a Mm -hmm. deli a little more upscale but every day they give the rest of their food away to homeless people
5: when i worked at starbucks uh we had a manager that would open up the doors after closing and people would come in and because you have a lot of waste at starbucks Mm -hmm. because the regulations you have to throw out a certain even if it's not touched or sandwiches whatever snacks and there's these big bins and you just dump them because the, the company policy is you can't give them to people. Mm. Um, that's the policy. But, you know, these good managers that break the rules, but for a good cause, you know, they'd open the doors and people will come in and take whatever they want. Um, but I think a lot of companies have an anti-giving uh, away food policy. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. There
3: is a devil's advocate to that um, because I know there was a law passed recently that no not just anybody can just like give homeless people food which sounds like the devil made that law but i was speaking to another homeless woman on the subway and she said um last time someone gave me their sandwich people often give me food that they don't want to eat but it shouldn't mm. be eaten for a reason so i ate a sandwich and it had meat in it and i got really really sick and i had to go to the hospital
4: mm. yeah no, and there's a lot of that too. A lot of, you know, people give homeless people their half eaten food a lot and you know or you know they, you know, they eat a lot of food that they shouldn't eat because it's in a dumpster.
3: Uh And they're like, "Oh, they'll eat it." I'm like, "No, they should have like good nutritious food." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah not and not just garbage, like, garbage food. Yeah. They're not that raccoon. is
4: also one of the problems. Most of the food donated to homeless is sweets. And because everyone, bakeries and stuff, they always have an excess of sweets. And so their diets are horrible and they end up becoming diabetics and shit like that. And they, they end up getting tooth decay and more problems because of, of the food that is donated. Uh, no donated food is good. You know, I mean, in the you even in, in any food that a poor person buys isn't fucking good either because most of these. I mean, we're getting way off topic, but you go to a. a Uh, a grocery store in a shitty neighborhood it's all old groceries from all different better grocery stores Mm.
3: i lived in a food desert for a while and right next door was a little bodega where i could get a honey bun for 25 cents or i could walk a mile get some groceries and i'm a healthy person who's pretty strong walking that mile back with those groceries was really so hard and it's I so fucking can't hard. Can't imagine having That's children insane. or more than two jobs at the time. What I had, like, of course I'm gonna go get the honey bun. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and there's so much going on. I've been reading again. I went in a deep Twitter dive, going back to Atlanta, and and talking and looking at this. And I look at like people's responses to this, and then they're like, they're like, well, maybe you know, these people should. You know, in most cities, it's black on black crime that's the problem. And maybe black people should start holding each other accountable. And it's just like if white people had no money, there would be so much white on white crime.
5: There's tons of white on white crime. No one ever talks about it, but that exists in places that are. Of course. And he, uh, yeah, and of course. It's always.
4: I've had family uh, members steal from each other. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like an, it's not like it doesn't exist, but like if you bring up black on black crime, you're missing the bigger issue, man. You know, the bigger issue is the need for the crime in the first place. Exactly. And so and it's like if you're not going to try and correct that, then you can't talk about where the crime exists. There's a reason that there's more crime in rich neighborhoods than there is in poor neighborhoods. And it's not because rich people are better people. It's because they don't have to commit crimes. You don't see a rich person buy
3: a lottery ticket. It's fucking desperation.
4: Well, they actually do
3: commit crimes, but they are called white-collar crimes.
5: White-collar (laughs) crimes.
4: Exactly. And they're treated better when they go to fucking jail. They have tennis courts. Oh, yeah. Shit like that. And so it's just like, maybe... If there was tennis courts in a normal jail, people wouldn't want to fucking be a criminal when they got out. Exactly. I don't know. I know I have like the, I have this crazy way of dealing with jail that I'm sure a million people aren't on board.
5: No, you're but, right. no human the way they treat oh my god it's like it's like they want them to it's like they want them to be back you know the course, way they treat them. It's like you know it's like a business it's crazy.
4: 70 percent recidivism rate uh, people who commit a crime go back to jail seventy percent. It's not working. What we're doing is not working. At that rate, it's no—it's just wrong. And so you can't say that it's doing well when that many people commit crimes again and go back to jail. Um, and as far as Atlanta goes, my final piece on that—on the cops not coming back—you know, fuck them. Go, get out of here. We don't need you anymore. Because mm. crime's gonna go down without you. And, you know, if you're not to play devil's
3: advocate, it'll go down because it's not reported. (laughs) Well, I mean, it
4: depends. I mean, when half of the crimes reported are fucking jaywalking and then that leads to something else like that's fucked up. You know, if it's you know, that's what that was going on with Rashard Brooks. You know, Mm -hmm. it started with jaywalking and sleeping in a car and like that should not he shouldn't have been arrested for that shit. You know, it's not, those aren't, in my eyes, something that's hurting society.
5: And I, and I, and I have to stress like, okay, people commit crimes and I hear a lot going on and saying, yeah, but what did he do before they're murdered? And to me, murder is murder. Doesn't make any murder right. Or, you know, whatever. I think it's all bad. And granted, there's some people that I would, if they did something to me or someone I love, you know. There's a gray area, but you, your first question shouldn't be, well, what did they do? Because I, I just don't, I don't like the idea that anyone has, is to me, like when you take a life, that's like not in our jurisdiction. That, that to me should, no human should decide that for another human. No. You know, and, and, and that's where I really kind of. I did say, I know. did see
3: the video of the Atlanta thing. Um, cops shouldn't have killed him. They should not have killed him. That is a murder. But he also shouldn't have grabbed their taser and then shot it back at them. He yeah, have done he was that. fighting
4: for his life.
3: But did you see the video? The guys just like screaming and rolling around and like punching him and I don't know. But they also shouldn't yeah. have killed him. They should not have killed him. That was a, a murder that they did and they should be fired. They should be fined. They should be in jail. What the cops now, this may
5: sound This may sound stupid of me, but it may sound stupid. And I might get called out from p- police officers or... Um. What, okay, so tasing, what's wrong with just uh projectile tasing as opposed to shooting bullets? You know, what's wrong with, like, aren't there better ways to, you know, kind of render someone unconscious or then yes. actually just murder it, taking their life?
3: I think we all need you know? police training. Every single person, kind of like Israel, everybody does military training. What if every right. single person did that 12-week dumbass course to see how what is going on and then then we can like figure out all how to fix it
4: then we all yeah. get pepper sprayed in the face at the end of it
3: yes
5: <laughs> maybe well, that's what spray does me. It. that yeah. would that would really make me an angry person if someone pepper, pepper sprayed me in the face after my 12 week course congratulations
4: you, know? you graduate <laughs> it's
3: fucking
1: no
4: i mean yeah i mean yeah we all do need police training and we all need the but I it's just they don't need to be shooting as many people as they're shooting.
3: No, they don't. And they're also very it's, racist and very biased. I'll say that. They they sh-
4: yes. And it's hard being a cop. Any it's it's probably one of the hardest jobs in this country. And you know, so the I mean it's I feel for them cuz like and like I said earlier, you're getting everyone at their worst moment. You know, mm. and so you're you're seeing the worst of everybody at you know, at when you see them. And you need your de-escalation training. And if someone is crazy and they grab for your taser, it's why you got a radio. Fucking get get some other people there and have them help you. I don't know. You don't need to shoot people. No. And and it's and I I am very I used to be for the death penalty, and I I I'm definitely coming off it, and because yeah. it's not. It doesn't solve it.
3: No. Well, the death penalty, in order for that to be accurate, you would need the law to be accurate every time. And the law is not accurate every time for the death penalty.
4: Forget about the innocent people that they've killed. I just don't think that killing people brings less violence. Yeah. No. Now you've done
3: exactly what they've done.
4: And so, yeah, yeah, you're as bad as them now. Is that what what we're saying? Yeah. You're as bad as them. Yeah. And
5: um, none of us know. What if we all go somewhere really like what if it's like a freaking theme park for everybody, no matter who you are, mm -hmm. and we're just sending them there earlier. That's not fair. Like, that's my point. Like, none of us know. Mm. None of us should have that authority. I mean, if you're if you're a relative of somebody that was, say, killed by somebody and you want to go get revenge. okay, sure. Do that. That's I support that. But when it comes to like the state mandating it, it's just so I don't know. I just don't.
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess it would depend
5: on the crime, but but it, there's a part of me that's just very leery about that, you know? An
4: eye for an eye makes the world blind.
5: As okay. Jesus said. Gandhi said it. Gandhi. <laughs>
3: there you go. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom.
0: If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful, but we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba 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 I will
3: say, if somebody murders me, avenge my murder. Avenge my murder.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, uh, I mean, they'll be, you know, that's the other part of it. Because, like, I'm also, like, half street justice, you know, in, like, in my soul. I love a good, uh, uh, what's that
5: movie with uh, Charles Bronson? Oh,
4: my God. Death Wish. Yeah. like six, baby. (laughs) I wish I was dead. uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's a joke from the critic. But I, uh, yeah, no. I, I, you know, my, my heart, I love vigilante movies. Superheroes are cool. Uh, but, uh, you know, like at the same time, you know, it's, it's not going to work even though that's what I feel in my heart and that's what I want to do. It's not solving anything. All you're doing is fucking, it's, you end up with families murdering each other for, uh, decades, you know, it doesn't, you know, yeah. it's just, it doesn't help. It really doesn't. There was that guy, um, there was a cop recently sentenced, that uh that killed a dude and it was a woman and the brother of the guy after she was sentenced uh hugged her and mm. before she was taken to prison oh is this her. the
3: white lady the white lady or something yeah the cop. Oh, yeah
4: and then the that. judge came and hugged her also because i saw that, because I saw that
3: meme because like, she's white because everybody's just like why is everybody hugging this white bitch <laughs> <I see>. yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then i love trevor noah that's something i don't know if people know about me i love trevor noah and I was watching his take on it and it was just like, no, maybe we should hug every person that goes to prison for their life. You know, like maybe like if we showed everyone the same fucking, uh, you know, relief and forgiveness that they showed her, then we could start changing things maybe. And so I, I think that's a good way to look at it. It's not like, yes, she didn't deserve it. She's a fucking murderer. She killed his brother. But at the same time, he wanted to hug her because that was the powerful move. And it very, it inspired me and it, it honestly flipped me on the death penalty in that like last like couple of weeks. And so I, I don't, yeah. And stuff. And so it just, it got me thinking deep and
3: yeah. crazy. Speaking of which, talking back about the, uh, cause you said there's like in Chaz, there's all these people talking and, and I remember there was this picture I saw of, um, a few years ago in at colleges, it was like a cry booth. I am like totally for these things. And I think it's a better world if we had it. I'm not for like, um, you know, somebody says something, quote unquote, out of step. And now you're canceled forever because now people are afraid to speak out. And people should say, I yeah. want to know exactly how you feel on this situation. Yeah. I want no holds barred. Mm-hmm. Tell me exactly how you feel. And then we can have a discussion. And I it's think the world so would be a better hard place.
4: not to get heated, though. That's the yeah. thing. If you could just keep your calm. It's so hard. I mean, I was yelling in this episode and we're all friends. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> You know, and so it's uh it's it's if you can keep your cool and listen, trust me when I say this, I guarantee we think alike on more shit than you think we do. So much. You more. know? And so it's just that we, if we just sat and listened to each other, I think we'd realize we all have a lot of the same goals. And that is my brighter side.
3: <laughs>
5: uh, I will say, as a as a gay person, um, you know, I grew up in a world where being gay. What I mean, we just won like this anti discrimination law, um, but I've seen people that are very conservative totally flip the other way because their friend is gay or their their co-worker or their son or their daughter so to me i look at it like uh and i know there's a lot of people that have black friends and even black family that are very anti black lives matter and it's not just as simple as this but i think there is something to getting to know people um and then you know that's the only thing that's going to change your views is if you actually sit down across from somebody and, you know, you talk to them and, you know, like it's just if behind a keyboard, everyone's so inhuman. There's no, you know, there's no connection yeah. again, like the beginning. Yeah, exactly.
3: And then yeah. we're, now we're all wearing masks and nobody can tell your facial expressions. So then we just keep talking at each other without being like, oh, what I said just really hurt this person.
6: Yeah. yeah.
5: And and it's empathy too. empathy for the person that you disagree with is is important as well trying to understand where they're coming from, why they feel insecure about your opinion, why they feel attacked about your opinion, you know, and angry. Like why is that? You know, getting to that is important too. So, Amber,
4: what's your bright side all this?
3: Bright side all this? I think we um maybe it's kind of like a relationship that hasn't been going very well and we've all just been kind of sucking it up or swallowing our pride, you know, every side for years and then now we're like blah and like blowing it out but that's always the first step to having a healthier stronger relationship i think more people agree with each other on all different sides than we think we do and i think that we are we are in the um starting gate for more peace and less war (laughs) and more like um small business get the fuck out of here amazon you know i want more mom and pop shops back
4: yeah Amazon yeah. may be four dollars cheaper, but you know not, not worth it. it, not worth it.'s it. not worth it. I mean, just pay a little more. I'm sorry, talk to the person you know we need to go out and meet people, especially when this is all over, and we're allowed to again. I think we're gonna realize like the internet is a poisonous place, and we need <laughs> mm-hmm. to fucking be around each other and and feel for each other, and you know it just there's it's gonna it's gonna get better, but it it needs we we just need to be able literally need to be able to breathe again. Yeah. And so Yeah.
3: We're in a and, couples uh, fight right now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but guys, we love you. I was we were going to play a new game uh but we talked all the way through. Yes. Uh, I I invented a game called the anarchy game. Maybe we'll try Ooh, and that pl- sounds fun. Maybe we'll try and play it uh next week. Okay. I don't know how you guys feel about that just for or I'm we if we down. think of something else. We, we could do, do one
3: round. Let's do one round right now.
4: Right now? Yeah. All right, Amber, name me ten five name me ten foods, i start with the letter F. Eddie, uh four animal noises right now. All right, and I gotta tell you the president's listing from uh one to zero. Go. Uh one to the, Falafel, Washington, uh John Figs. Adams, mm.
3: John Thomas Jefferson.
4: Fin, fin- yeah. Finnegus. I'm Fallopian tubes. Uh, Nobody wins. Amber, zero (laughs) points. Eddie, 10 points, but you got to give all your points to Amber. Um, I'd be happy to. (laughs) That's the anarchy game. Oh, I love it. (laughs) it. Tune in
3: next week.
4: Full Uh, episode. All right, guys. uh, check us out on Twitter, uh, Brighter Side LPN, uh, at Amber Smelson, at Eddie, E-D-D-I-E underscore tweeting, at Eddie Toons underscore, at Last Podcast Network Instagram, uh, the Brighter Side LPN, Amber Smelson, Eddie Ewing with a Y, uh, E-W-I-N-G. Eddie Thank Tunes, you. no underscore on that Instagram, and Last Podcast Network Get into it, baby. Check out Amber's cooking show every Wednesday, correct?
3: That's correct.
4: And this week, I haven't watched it yet. What is it? What did you cook?
3: Peach Melba. And I'm talking about reopening. Peach Melba and reopening.
4: Peach Melba. What is Peach Melba?
3: So you take some peaches, you cut them in half, and then you stew them in some... um, uh, some water sugar lemon zest lemon juice vanilla bean you can also use vanilla mm-hmm. extract if you can't find vanilla bean and then mm-hmm. you make a fresh raspberry sauce and um put that on top of a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream it's very light delicious fruity summertime dessert and also yeah. mm. reopening on hollywood is crazy
4: <laughs> yeah i bet it's fucking gotta be insane Yes. Uh, that sounds delicious i love grilled peaches
3: Ooh, let's Just make some grilled Cut peaches Yeah.
4: Yeah. You just you just cut a peach in half, take that pit out and slap the fucker right on the grill. Don't take the peel off or nothing. That is gooder than a bitch. You don't need any extra Mm. sugar. It all gets activated with the heat. Fuck yeah. And you can eat it. You can cook it with your steak or whatever the hell you're cooking on that grill. Vegetables of here. Next time we do a
3: grill, I'm gonna bring a bunch of peaches.
4: That's a great idea. Oh my god, it's so good. You could do it with plums too, (gasps) but peaches peaches the skin on a peach works a little better than a plum uh mm. plums kind of get torn up on the grill anyway guys <laughs> um i'm gonna make a post about it on friday or saturday but uh i know uh, amber you were a part of it even though like you weren't officially a part of it but you were around enough uh round tables 10 years old whoa wow how crazy is that Ten years. Uh, I, the only reason I know is because around the third episode, I got my hernia surgery, and that was in that was the second week of June, and wow. so uh, it's I I came I, I deduced that it is uh, roundtable is ten years old.
3: Holy older. shit! Do you know How in my crazy. YouTube comments on my cooking show, people like some people said should have gotten roundtable of the year. <laughs>
4: that's great i'm yeah, so happy about that <laughs> i love that oh uh, yeah no roundtable is just as big as ever it's crazy go check out that roundtable facebook page it is such i love fun- that page it is so I love funny it so much it is so- everyone on there is so fucking funny and they kill me <laughs> and i i love uh, i love being i go to it every day just because like literally these fuckers are so ridiculous um brighter side all right Amber, I'm Eddie, I'm just going, I'm throwing it out there. We need a shirt. I'm sick of this brighter side, not having a shirt bullshit. And yeah. I want to get the fans involved. Uh, so if you have any suggestions or if you want to buy a shirt, if you want to let, let us know, if we get enough comments, we'll know that we should make a shirt, you know, otherwise we're just going to waste our money. But uh, so it's like, a, so you want a shirt or you want to design it? Uh, you know, you can send some submissions uh to the brighter side LPN direct message us on Instagram. That's the brighter side LPN. Uh send us a direct message with some designs. I mean, we'll share all the designs we get, but uh I think uh you know we we need a shirt. I'm sick of this shit. We've been doing this show for six years and we don't have a shirt. So yeah. uh, let's step it up. I wanna get I wanna get on this merch game. I bought more stickers. Check me out.
3: Oh, also, fuck yeah. You know what I think the, the color of the shirt should be? Should be peach. I know we were just talking about peaches, but yes. peach is a nice medium between orange and pink. And I yeah. like both those colors. So, like a peach shirt that looks good on a lot of skin tones. I, yeah, like,
4: I like a good that. peach shirt. Yeah, I would say or yellow, but I like peach more than yellow. Something bright. More of a peach or cheery. Yeah. Cheery. Yeah, so know that, yeah. No black in your photos. No, you know, let's no, it's keep it cheery. You know, all maybe, your- some ta-
5: maybe some tassels or yeah. like some fringe. <laughs>
4: Ooh, now you're talking. Ooh, maybe it should be tie-dye.
3: I was gonna say peach with like some some tangerine tie-dye or some like um
4: We yeah. would be the only tie-dye shirt available uh, would be. at the last podcast network. So Ooh, I think we gotta do that. Or like a blue tie-dye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people just buy it on default. I love it. Gotcha. So think of some ideas. Uh, we love peach, we love tie-dye, we like yellow, we like birds. What else? Uh, alligators, bears, animals alligators. Are, are a plus. Whatever makes you... Joints. Butterflies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe a bunch yeah. of animals. What by the want? way,
3: guys, um, I remember like three years ago, I was in a bad time. I had a very like deep, dark depression. And somebody said, close your eyes and think about what makes you happy. And I said, I would like to be in a garden doing artwork surrounded by birds and I just got this painting from like a Goodwill kind of place. And I looked around. I hung it up. And I've got nothing but like birds and uh, uh, butterflies. And I'm like in a garden. And I was writing. And I looked around and I said, you know what? It took me three years. But I've got my dream. Isn't that you crazy? It.
5: Oh, yeah. I love that.
4: You, you, if you see it, you will it. It, it becomes a reality. Be patient.
3: All good things Be patient. Come. No matter how crazy it is, because I was in a very deep place, and I was like, what do you mean a garden working on my art? No way. That'll never happen. It took me a little bit longer than I wanted, but it happened. Look at that. Wow. I
4: love that. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's really Um, nice. Yeah, so hit us up with that, and if you want a sticker, direct message me your address um, and your name. A lot of people forget that their name is Sergeant Pants a lot, and they'll tell me their address. (laughs) The mail's not going to go there if you don't tell me your name. And so, um, so hit me up. I bought some stamps. I got some envelopes. And uh, if you need, if you want to, if you want a sticker, they are free. Um, But if you want to Venmo us, you can. But uh, but the stickers are free. Uh, and so you hit me up, you get one no matter what. And if you're Venmo, maybe you get two or three. Um, let's see a roundtable 10 years. Uh, show is free on Spotify and check us out on the Last Podcast Network. A lot of cool things coming to the Last Podcast Network. Uh, this mm. LPN show is really cool, side work podcast, etc. Uh, classy Night Out we did last week That was so much fun Amber Oh wasn't that so like,
3: fun can I please wasn't tell a that
4: joke like the hi- Yeah can I, can, I, can I tell a joke please <laughs> oh, wait, That was like honestly the highlight of my Fucking week I had yes. such a hard day at work Like leading to the moment Of the show we had some Technical difficulties and started a half Hour late and then it was just Complete bliss once it started And uh, we're gonna do another One on the last podcast Twitch channel also on the Pack Theaters Twitch channel uh, Classy Night in this Wednesday, uh, June 24th, 6.30 uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, check that out. Uh, Amber, obviously, you're more than welcome to join us again if you're available. Oh, thanks. Because um, uh, that was just too much fucking fun. And, oh. um,
3: My birthday's July 3rd. Just going to yes, put that out there. If anybody wants to send me a hello on um, Instagram or whatever, just a message being like, hi
4: (laughs) i um i actually i noticed that today because it's on my calendar
3: oh wow eddie thank you
4: yes so you and it's that means it's been there for over a year so there you go oh maybe
5: we do a birthday a uh, amber happy birthday amber episode (gasps) like a a retrospective so not next
4: week oh that's a great idea all right so all right so not next week but the week after we're just doing an all Amber show so we'll talk about whatever you want we'll talk about our, our greatest Amber, our favorite Amber stories
3: Oh and, great uh, and that I whole think, episode where I got cut out because something happened with technically I'll just say the stories I would
4: actually <laughs> I think people would love that because your stories were beautiful Thank and you I, and I think they, you're like world, a, you're like a modern day Mark Twain
5: Yeah <laughs> You know I love your stories Yeah I, I want to see I want to I you should definitely write them down one day
4: Snark I Twain would. Yeah. yeah.
5: Snark Twain. Snark
4: Twain. <laughs> um, Eddie and I have another podcast that we work on. It's called Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. Check that out everywhere but Spotify. Thank you, Fernando, for everything that you do for the show. We know you work so hard on this. And I'm sorry that I'm going to sound echoey at the end of this show because my computer is going to die and I had to leave my closet. And that's why the end of the show sounds like this. I'm sorry, the people at home. I'm sorry, Fernando. I'm sorry, Eddie. And I'm sorry, Amber. Everyone else, you go, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my Spotify uh, playlist is up this week. I actually got two to plug because I didn't plug last week's because the Reformed horrors are on the show. So go check out The Groove Will Save You. That's last week's playlist. But this week is water park music. It's been a smash hit. People are going nuts. Uh, it, if this, if I owned a water park, this would be the soundtrack. I said that my water park would be called Slippery Ed's Swim at Your Own Whisk Water Park uh you know just the that,
5: idea that you had a uh the madonna song um what is it i remember i'll remember i love to them. a lazy river is like my <laughs> ultimate like fantasy and i can't believe i didn't make that up so <laughs> <laughs> that lazy river
4: was uh whatchamacallit uh river country go ahead amber
3: i uh. was uh, speaking of water parks i was um talking with this guy he just got out of a divorce and i was like oh i always want to go to a water park and he was like oh let's go to a water park together i'll get us a hotel room and i was like i don't need you a hotel you ruined room. it
4: you had you had the date and you no. ruined it like you had the cool <laughs> date with a chick going to a not no better first date no
3: than water park no better first date park. than a water park and he was like and let's go to a water naked park naked
4: next to each other like it's very splashing. sexual yeah it's amazing first he yeah. was like i got a hotel room it's like no nope you fucked it, you idiot. Yeah.
3: You fuck it. <laughs> he fucked it up. And then he came by my work. He came by my work and questioned me on it again. And he's like, I just don't see why. And I said, I got a
4: hotel room outside. If yeah.
3: I got a hotel room uh, right next, across the street. And it's I was a like, it like, it's a, a, a fan. fan. Themed it's getting my fan. <laughs> I said, I don't yeah. like the implications of having a hotel room. And he was like, oh, we're just going to put our stuff in there. I was like, we could put our stuff on the car. And he was like. They have lockers. It's a fucking water park. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, I never thought of it like that. And I was like, you fucking thought of it
4: like you that. You thought of it, you piece of shit. You, you know, you, he, he was excited, though. He, he was like, oh, uh, uh, you know what else would be great? You know, <laughs> you know Some <laughs> people, you just got to sit and think for two more seconds before those words come out of your mouth. Oh, my God. Uh, it could have been a fun date. Yeah. He could have been a great guy, but he fucked it up.
3: He
4: uh, did. <laughs> and you made the correct decision.
3: Well, he just did get out of a divorce, which is why I said it is because uh usually people when they just get out of relationships, myself included, they don't want to jump they either want to jump into another relationship because that's all they know and they're too chaotic right now or they just want to go fuck around. You know, either way it's no good. So. Yeah. That's yeah. that.
4: Eddie you um when i told you about water park music you told me you were very passionate about water parks
5: oh i i my ultimate fantasy is just living in a an eternal water park i love the water um i love aquatic thank you i have webbed feet really Uh, no i'm just kidding Uh, I, I, (laughs) i love uh i love the sun i love the smell of chlorine
4: Oh yeah, yeah, at slippery Ed's, uh if you're over two hundred and eighty five pounds, you get in free <laughs>
5: um I, I just love the I love the um the atmosphere and I just love giant bodies of water, and again, lazy rivers are my favorite water's been so hours and it's peaceful, it's peaceful um if you go to you it, know. that's
4: why people who live on a lake are like calm yeah calm. You know? and it's like, the yeah.
3: strongest element too water puts out fire
4: (laughs) oh my god tsunami footage is the scariest fucking shit in the world it just engulfs it just takes over it's unstoppable
3: i got into a cable you could do from this like japanese like the tsunami that happened a few years ago so many people had their phones out and they were on like you know the 12th floor i've seen them all
4: i've seen them (laughs) i've seen them all it's fucking bananas. It's bananas. Yeah, and the water's just <laughs>
3: rising. And at first you're like, "Oh, that water's getting high." And then it starts coming up to the 12th floor, and you're like, "Oh." And like a
4: barn comes floats by, and then like a full building floats by, <laughs> and I'm like, "It's the it's un fucking stoppable and it just starts pouring over a highway oh my god oh Oh my god the best is like the last car that gets out there's always like one car you see like just drive away and then like the fucking wave starts crashing over and it's not like a giant wave like you would assume like it'd be a giant wave it's just more water more water more water more water water, just keeps coming
3: because in the earth like 80 percent water (laughs) 75% 75% water? 75.
4: 75. 75. We're on numbers. The glaciers. We're getting fucked. Miami's it's gonna be underwater. water world.
5: It's gonna be water world in 50 years. Oh my god. <laughs> we going are gonna be... see
4: Miami go underwater. We're gonna see Charleston go underwater. We're gonna see New Orleans go underwater. No. We're gonna see some crazy shit before we're dead. Uh, but I want to stay optimistic and I want to be positive about water. So we're talking about water park music. Uh the song taking us out today is Walk the Dinosaur by Was Not Was. Uh, I love this song. You guys ever hear Walk the Dinosaur?
3: Everybody walk the dinosaur. Go
4: go get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Go get on the floor. Everyone walk the dinosaur. Thank you, everybody. This has been The Brightest Side. I love you, Amber. I love you, Eddie. Um, We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to us. Be good to yourself. Be good to your families. Be good to anyone you see because uh, it's very important. Yeah. Peace. This show is made possible by listeners like
5: you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
2: Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.